The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. With available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. What's up, everybody? Welcome in to the Early Edge. How are you, sports? And I'm your host, Alan Bell. And we have a fantastic show lined up for you today. And I tell you what, we got so much going on. We have no time to wait. Let's pick up our scoreboard of how we did yesterday. And this might be the largest one that I have ever seen that we have produced here at the Early Edge. But a nice day in Square coming through again. This man, Team Totals, he even said he's breaking the rules on his Sunday baseball. He fires through it. Fantastic work. Now let's also pull up our super regional plays that we have remaining. And Johnny B, look, should me buddy game three today. Oregon State win the series. We'll have that. So essentially, we are on Oregon State money line today. Let's bring in the stars of the show and look at a surprise that we have. The Maestro is back. My man has been all around the world. Maestro, welcome in, sir. So great to be back, AB. That looked like an NFL Sunday recap board, but I've been so impressed with what JB and Jake and, and you have done with the College World Series. I left the show on 21 and 6 run a few weeks ago to get some needed time off. I'm ready to go. Let's pick it up today. Well, I love it, man. You know, and it's so good to have you back. And, you know, I think I can speak for everyone saying, you know what? No pressure, but, you know, we're expecting another 21-6 round, so let's after it. Johnny Bowman, yeah, uh, as Maestro said, you've been crushing it, man. Two days ago, you had perfect. Yesterday, another strong one. How are we doing? Yeah, good to be back, AB. We got Oregon State to get 4-1 in series plays today uh, after 4-0 regionals, so hopefully we're going to get that today and get them on line. Yeah, I can't wait. We got two games left of the Super Regionals. We're going to find out our full eight teams uh, that are going to Omaha. And, by the way, which we'll talk about this week. Place of Game 5 in the NBA Finals tonight. Oh, yeah. By the way, a Game 5 of the NBA Finals <laughs> tonight. It's going to be phenomenal, man. I can't wait. And, you know, essentially we're down to a three-game series. 1-1-1. One, yeah. one, one. We're going to figure out. And also, I do have to say, I think that you have the best background in the early edge. Like, it looks like you're in a Hall of Fame in your house. So I just wanted to give you some props. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I get like one wall in the what's become a massive playroom for the kids. So if I pan the camera, it gets ugly. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it, it happens, man. All right, Zach Attack, my man. Last but certainly not least, how we doing, sir? I'm doing excellent. You know, we still have some NBA going on. Uh, game five tonight. It should be interesting to see if Boston keeps their uh, road streak going the way they played this postseason. Uh, after that, they laid an egg in game four. Yep. Yeah, absolutely, man. I'll tell you, there's going to be a lot of answers or a lot of questions answered tonight. And then we're going to have, you know, one more after it at minimum. So can't wait to do it. All right, let's get to it here. Zach, I'm going to stay with you, man. All right. Jordan Poole. Okay. Talk to us. What do we need to know about his usage, his minutes? Break it down, man. Well, the big thing everyone knows, uh, Steve Kerr made a decision to uh, underutilize Jordan Poole because of his horrendous defense in the series against the Boston Celtics. But you track his minutes since round one, he's steadily seen a decline. Uh, 33 in the opening round, uh, 28, 30 in the round against Memphis, 28 in the last series against Dallas, and now just 23 against Boston. But the interesting thing here. 
the prop market kind of overreacted. We saw it was a 14 and a half point prop average between uh, games one and three, dropped all the way down to 11 and a half. But when he comes in for those 23 minutes, he's still shooting at a high volume rate. He shot, he's averaging 11 shot attempts in this series. So it's just interesting to see. Kerr still wants them to have that green light on offense, even though he has a reduction in minutes. Yeah. And, you know, looking at the chat here real quick, our man, Big Cheesy, you're going to the game tonight, dude. Well done on that. That's going to be awesome. All right, Bulba, coming over to you, Major League Baseball. All right, underdog results. Break it down. Yeah, this one's going to be a little long, so I want to get into it. Underdog results by the day of the week. So I've talked about this before, but I've got some numbers for you all this time. Tuesdays and Fridays are by far the worst days for underdogs. As of last week, underdogs were 36 and 81 for 36.8%, minus 33.7 units on Tuesdays. And on Fridays, 43 and 74 for 38% hit rate at minus 15 units. So very large there. Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays are the best days for underdogs. Underdogs are 48 and 66, a 41% hit rate with a profit of 0.4 units on Wednesdays. Underdogs are 37 and 51, 41 or 47% on Thursdays, the highest hit day of the week. Look for this to be more profitable throughout the season as this hit rate stays high. Saturdays are the most profitable when it comes to underdogs at 59 and 77, a 40% hit rate but they're profitable at about a unit. Uh, I would expect that to even out a little bit more. Monday surprised me because they're usually heavy favorite days by Tuesday, but they're just 32 and 52 with minus 4.2 units this season. I expect this to increase with such a low hit rate. And as I've mentioned before, Sundays are a complete crapshoot. 56 and 80, just a 40% hit rate, minus 2.5 units. So I know that's a lot, but your takeaway should be favorites on Tuesdays and Fridays and underdogs on Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. Okay, so first off, that's tremendous information to know, right? Second, Maestro, go ahead and lock Bowman down. Make sure that major league teams don't steal him for analytics like that. That's fantastic, dude. Well, I want to lock down just a little more info. And uh, just quickly, I know because we we keep things tight, but uh, what is the reason that Tuesdays and Fridays are so bad uh, for underdogs? Yeah, so it's usually the beginning of a series. Uh, So not a lot of guys are getting the day off. Uh, Bullpens are usually set. Um, off days the day before. So that's usually why. Nice. Good to know. Jason Green in the chat. First time here on the show. Usually listens to the podcast. Hey, welcome to the family, buddy. This is your family. Welcome into the chat. We're so glad to have you. Thank you so much, man. All right, Barter, coming over to you. All right. So we've got game five, as we mentioned, right? Essentially down one, one, one. It's a three game series here. This is where, you know, series turn. This is where big things start to happen. Rotations get tight. What do we need to know, man? Yeah, rotations are getting very tight. Game four was actually an extremely important game because Boston had a chance to put the Warriors down and keep home court advantage while the Warriors needed that win to gain home court advantage back. The result was three players from each team logging at least 40 minutes. Uh, Kevin Looney was the big player off the bench for the Warriors. He played 28 minutes. Uh, Poole only played 21. Gary Payton, uh, the second, barely saw the floor. On the Celtics side of things, Derek White logged 36 minutes off the bench, uh, but Grant Williams and Peyton Pritchard were the only other two reserves to play, and they only combined for 23 minutes. So when you're looking at player props for this game, remember the starters are going to play a ton of minutes from here on out. Man, that's also great information to know. And Maestro, coming to you, man, you got some NBA Finals betting trends. What do we need to know about that? 
Yeah, well, for a long time, the zigzag theory was the thing that you did in the NBA playoffs. You simply bet on the team that lost the last game, and that paid off for a number of years. But the last several years, that has not held because the book's totally adjusted. But in fact, this playoffs, it is back. It's 40 and 30, 57% in the playoffs 3 and 0 in this series simply bet on the team that lost you know the spread has not come into play in any game this series we're talking about margins double digit margins every single game got a couple of interesting trends we know about the Celtics 7 and 0 straight up in ATS off a loss in the playoffs my buddy Bob from Berg Bets points out that when the Celtics are off a loss the spread is three and a half or lower either way and we're talking about Second half of the season. I know that's another qualifier to throw in, but 15 and 0 ATS for Boston. I can't wait for tonight. And I'll be on this afternoon with Prop Stars. I love it, man. I can't wait for tonight. Can't wait for that show. It's going to be fantastic. Um, yeah. I mean, what you just said really quickly, right? Like the, every game in terms of the final score is not close. They're double digits, but the series is incredibly close. Like I really haven't seen anything like that before where you've got legitimately 10 plus points you know in the final score margins there i'll make a prediction ab that at some point the spread is going to come into play in this series all right there we go i like it i love meister coming back strong that's why i love him all right let's get into our plays for today but before we do let's take it here a quick word from our sponsors take your business further with the smart and flexible american express business gold card you can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. And welcome back. All right, fun play today from Sportsline. And we're going to go with our man, Martin W. Green, the guru here. France versus Croatia. We're going to take Croatia plus one, Asian handicap, minus 105 at half a unit. Look, France is missing three key players off their roster. And also, their midfield, no bite whatsoever, which is tough when you're going against a Croatia team that has plenty of bite, like a Barks root beer in their midfield. They're going to be attacking. Take that Croatia plus one Asian handicap at minus 105 at half a unit. All right. Our experts, I want to hear from you. I know we got a ton of plays today. We got a lot of good games on the board. Tell you what, Zach Attack, coming over to you first, my man. Bring it down. What do you got? All right, a couple of player props. Going to start with an MLB player prop with uh, Alec Manoa over five and a half strikeouts. It is minus one forty. There is history between the Toronto Blue Jays and Baltimore Orioles involving Manoa. Remember last June, he drilled the Baltimore Orioles player. Both benches cleared. He had to serve a five-game suspension. So I broke down his three starts against the Baltimore Orioles. He's went. Over six and a, six strikeouts in all three starts, six, six, and then last October with a big number with 10 strikeouts. He's a big heavy favorite today, I think minus 300. We'll take over on his strikeouts at minus 140. And then Jason Tatum, this one's a scary one here, but I'm going to take under three and a half threes made at minus 140. We saw the way the Boston Celtics just collapsed in the fourth quarter of game four, and it had to do with the way they just fell in love with the three-point shot. I think they missed six or seven in a row down the stretch. We're stuck on 94 points. I think Tatum, as their leader, he needs to assert himself a little bit more, take it to the hole, take it to the paint. I've seen so many 
uh, and ones from him. He gets fouled with those layup attempts. So I think Tatum, and this has been his number through the series. He's averaged three and a half three pointers made. I just think he asserts himself a little bit more by attacking the basket and goes under this three point prop. Yeah, I'm with you. You know, him attacking the paint, attacking. Also, you know, not to mention they've been at their best when his, you know, his assist game has been high, right? So, yeah, I completely feel you on that. All right, Bowman, coming over to you. So, like we said earlier in the show, me and you, we're essentially both on Oregon State today, money line in college baseball. But you've got a Major League Baseball play. Hit us with it, man. Yep, one MLB play. We got D-backs minus 50, minus 50, minus 150 versus the Reds. These two teams faced off last week with a split of a four-game series in Cincy. However, Tyler Stevenson won't be available for the Reds in this game after a broken thumb. The Reds will also have a couple relievers unavailable after pitching three of their last four games or two games in a row. And that's trouble for a worst-ranked bullpen in the league. The D-backs have trouble with lefties, but Mike Miner will be making just his third start of the season, and he's really struggled in both, and those were at home. Merrill Kelly is coming off one of his best starts of the season. That was also against Cincinnati. He's also been much better at home with the 2.65 ERA this season. The Reds are much worse against righties in the past month than they have been against lefties. They're top five against lefties, but I believe they're ranked 22nd against righties. So take the D-backs at home here. There we go, man. There we go. All right, Barner, coming over to you. You got two plays for the NBA tonight, and I'll tell you what. I love both of them. Your second one has just been cash, money, game after game after game. Hit us with the two, man. What do you got? All right, so first up, uh, this is on the FanDuel Sportsbook, the top point scorer for game five. I have Steph Curry at minus 130. He's been the top scorer in all four games in this series. Against one of the best defensive teams in the league, he's shooting 50% from the field and 49% from behind the arc. It's just wild. He's the only player on the Warriors that can really get anything going on a consistent basis. His main competition uh, for top point scorer in this game are probably both on the Celtics side with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, and they kind of take attempts from each other. Uh, so again, I like Steph Curry, top point scorer in the game, minus 130. And then the second one you're referring to, we got to go back to the third quarter. Uh, we hit that at plus Warriors were plus one and a half uh, for the third quarter in game four. Uh, they're, they're not getting plus points at this one. So I'm just going to go third quarter money line for the Warriors at minus 142 on FanDuel. They've won the third quarter in every game of the series. They haven't been particularly close. They've won each by six points. Uh, when they were home in games one and two, they won the third quarter by 14 and 21 points respectively. <laughs> A little bit of juice here, but I think it's worth the squeeze. <laughs> well done there. Yeah, it is absolutely. I mean, this thing just cashes just game after game yeah. after game, man. It's crazy. Uh, and I love when they ask Steve Kerr about it, too, and he just laughed. He's like, I don't know what to tell you. We just come out hot after halftime, man. So I love it, man. All right, one final play. And you know what? It's good to have our man Maestro back in his own spot, his own throne. One play, my man. Hit us with it. What do you got? All right, well, Steve Kerr also said that he made a big mistake not playing Kevon Looney uh, enough minutes in Game 3. He only had 17 minutes. So what happens in Game 4? 28 minutes. He was plus 21. He's plus 36 for the series. That's the best plus minus. The Warriors had the best offensive rating and their best defensive rating when Looney is on the floor. There's a reason for that. He's long. He can defend. He can box out guys like Horford and Robert Williams. I think he's going to get another 25-plus minutes. His points, rebounds this assists 16 and a half he's gone over it in four of five games the only one he missed that was by a half in the game he only played 17 minutes he got to 16 i think tonight we get 25 minutes and we get about 20 
points, assists, and rebounds. Boom. I love it. Maestro, it's so good to have you back, man. It just feels normal now. I love it. All right, everybody, grab your paper, grab your pencil, take a look at the recap here. And you know it's going to be glorious because the jeweler is all over it here. Uh, Mike Barter, he is on top point scorer. Uh, Stephen Curry, minus 130. But also the Warriors' third quarter money line at minus 142. John Bowman on the Diamondbacks money line, minus 150. Zach is on Jason Tatum under three and a half made three pointers at minus 140. Alec Manoa, uh, Toronto Blue Jays over five and a half strikeouts at minus 140. As the Maestro just said, Kevon Looney over 16 and a half points, assists, and rebounds at minus 115. And then our side play, Croatia plus one at minus 105, a half a unit there. All right, the AB pick three that we have for today. First, we're going to go Clay Thompson over three and a half made three-pointers. Uh, that's priced at plus 100. And let me say this. We've cashed this thing two games in a row. All right, uh, light bulb's gone off. Clay Thompson realized that he's going to have to hit shots. It can't just be Steph Curry. He's going back home. And the best part about playing Clay Thompson is that you're going to get your attempts, right? The key is getting him hit one in the first quarter. That's when he catches fire. So you know what? We've done it twice. Let's see if we can hit it three times in a row. Second play, a prop. NBA Finals. Does it go seven games? Yeah, I think that it does. We're going to play that at minus 130. And then our final one, as John Bowman mentioned earlier, we have Stanford against UConn tonight. Game three, winner goes to the College World Series. Stanford is playing at home. They're the home team. We saw them win 8-2 to two last night. I think that they handled their business. The money line, it's like minus 250, too expensive. We're going to play them on the run line, uh, minus 1.5 at minus 145. So, fellas, I think that's all the damage we could do for today. But AB, what does that pay out? What's that? All oh, no, no, it's, together. It's, not, it's not a parlay. Oh, it's, it's it's all, oh got it, got it. Yeah. Look how oh, long I've been away. Yeah, you have been away. Yeah, so we moved. Okay, so real quick, we moved off the AB3, at least for right now, because it's a great tool during football season because you get consistency. But when you're trying to do like gauntlet three, you know, leg sports, all different, there's just not a lot of value, right? So we decided, hey, let's find plays that people might not be seeing throughout the books, hit them with it. So, yeah, we're going through just three straight. That's how we do it. Good. I'm glad I don't have to wait a week to catch that parlay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, we definitely want to make people just invest their money and just sit there in the books and wait. Uh, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. We really do appreciate it. Uh, as Maestro alluded to, we will be live today at 4 Eastern for the Early Edge in 5. I will be hosting with the Maestro and our man Prop Stars there. So, I'll leave you with this. As always, best of luck. Let's cash these tickets. We'll see you tomorrow. When you have sports mixed with your pop culture, along with humor and celebrity interviews, your earbuds are enjoying the Rich Eisen Show. Dan Orlovsky, are you still a Jaden Daniels is the best quarterback available in the draft guy? I think the three things that make it stand out for me are, number one, I think his ball placement versus man coverage is the best in the draft. Every quarterback in the NFL is accurate. He's got the best on tape. Number two, most transferable stuff to the NFL. And then I think the third thing is pocket peace. Search for the Rich Eisen Show on YouTube or wherever you listen.